welcome to the latest episode of Three Old Geeks, the animated series. I'd like to thank the TyOps channel, that's T-Y-O-P-S, on YouTube for that awesome lead-in music. We had so much fun talking about the DC Animated Universe in a previous episode, we decided to review every episode in production order. Keith sets the standard with four categories, the good and the bad, which are self-explanatory, the huh, which are things in each episode which make us scratch our heads, and the glee, which is something in the episode that puts a smile on our face. So break out your DVDs or bring up DCUniverse.com, watch the episodes, and then check out our reviews. Hope you enjoyed them as much as we like doing them, and hey, thanks for listening. Okay, and here's our continuing series on our reviews of the DC Animated Universe. Uh, we are at Heart of Ice, and I've already talked about this on the, on the, the pilot episode. Uh, this aired September 7th, 1992, and it is directed by the awesome pair of Bruce Timm and Paul Dini. Uh, and again, this is famously won an Emmy Award for writing an daytime Emmy for writing an animated series. It is the retooling of Mr. Freeze. I'll let you guys talk because I'm just going to gush all over this one. So, Keith, did you have any have any good in this? I love Mr. Freeze's voice. That, Michael Ansara? Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was that was spot on in this. That was, that was my good go. The anime generator in the beginning, when it's just all the shots of the generator kicking on, that to me, I was like, okay, that's pure anime. It was pure fucking anime. It was beautiful. I mean, to start off with, the, again, Batman having a disguise. Yeah. In his arsenal, I love that. All right, well, and the animation for this is just one of my all-time favorites. The snow, I read online that this animation studio actually airbrushed every cell that had freeze in it to make sure that the the highlighting on his, his like, dome helmet was just right every time. The direction in this was great, obviously, Bruce Tim, Michael Ansar's portrayal of, of Mr. Freeze is just... Is ice cold. It's completely emotionless. They do a great kind of modulation on his voice to make him sound like he's in like a, a suit and stuff like that. I just I loved everything about pretty much everything about this episode. So there's my gushing over it. I've gushed over this in the pilot episode. Keith, what's you're looking at me? What's your what's your bad in this one? I don't really have a bad. I have. Go ahead, Mister Negative. Yeah, Mister Negative. Got, what, Brian? What, come on, Brian. Okay, you know what? Batman gets a cold. Okay. I thought that was fucking stupid. That was my bad. That was yeah. my bad. I thought the perfectly edited video surveillance tape <laughs> well, that's that my, shows that's them my committing hug. a crime and fucking they capped it. That's my hug. Yeah, those are my hugs. The different camera angles, it's all over the place. It's like a, a guy's shooting it. Yeah, and then where they have him hanging upside down, frozen to the ceiling... And he reveals his plan and then walks out. Just like Luke Skywalker. I thought that was way too Batman 66. Oh, okay. I just, are you fucking kidding me? I thought it was Star Wars. That's why I figured Brian Light, I mean, uh, Lance Light this much so much. Because he's hanging like Luke is. (laughs) Sure, and if he would have done this with the ice. You had had to back the tank, too. Don't forget you had to back the tank in this one. So it was a Star Wars-esque episode ah. in fact, I, the title i put star wars tribute on. oh okay so you know what figured, you picked up on that and i didn't i was enamored I by the episode it. in itself so sure you were <laughs> all right uh hans hans gentlemen do you, uh, keith do you have any hans uh, i had to why keep the video uh why make this big ass gun why not just make more little guns because little guns froze a whole road you make like 10 of those and give them to all your guys you don't need to make this big gun. You got to drive around in a truck and steal stuff to make. Wow, that's a, that's actually a pretty good point. That makes no sense to me. 
Yeah, the the whole he rides a fire hydrant up to the building. Oh, I thought that was cool. I but but you freeze cool. the bottom; it's not going to keep on going up. You're not you're not going to go up with it. Oh, now you're now you're going to argue I'm, physics. Uh, physics, with this? yes, yes, oh. I am. I'm calling physics bullshit on this. I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. It wasn't on your likes. Goods? Is it Glee? What do you no. got? You don't have it. I. <laughs> you got nothing. I don't have to fucking write down everything. Half the shit I don't even remember until you guys talk about it. I go, oh, yeah. That's right. Because I watched the episode. <laughs> okay. Okay. Go. So here's something. I, and I, Okay. Why does he need to keep the warehouse so fucking cold he's if he's in, in a suit? <laughs> Everybody else needs to just be freezing their ass off yeah, while he freezes you know his ass you know in what? a That's suit. That's an excellent point. That's an excellent point. I, he doesn't, it, it could be normal temperature. Yeah. I like the fact that his helmet doesn't reflect anything. Like I mentioned in an earlier episode, I like the reflection off glasses. It's nothing but a big glass jar. You don't see reflections of anything. I didn't even pick that up, but that is cool. That is cool. Uh, and then the other thing is uh, when he was sitting in prison, he still has the electronic voice without the suit. That bothered me. Cause I, I'm, I'm going to have to go back and watch because I don't think he did. Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah, he did. He has the electronic I don't think voice. Was, I think he just was had that deep register. I don't think it was modulated. No, it was. was the other Watch it, because I, I went. I'm going to rewatch it when yeah. I get back here. Yeah. And then you'll apologize. And I'll accept and I, it. And, if, and if, if that's the case, I will apologize. <laughs> and I will accept it. I'm surprised you guys didn't bring this up. So this great episode, you know, reinventing the character and stuff. Like, and he's beaten by Batman smashing chicken soup on his helmet. Like... What? Did I? Somebody threw a fucking ball at Batman's chest and knocked him out for a whole episode. Are you kidding me? The chicken soup doesn't even register. Okay, I just I thought that was the absolute like. Oh my god, this is great one. This is this is so awesome. And then I was waiting for that. Splashed him with chicken soup. It's like that was. You want to talk sixty six to me? That's actually actually after Alfred gave it to him. Waiting when did it come up? And that that's a great thermos because that was still boiling hot. (laughs) But but. That would that would shatter the, the thing hot, hot on it. Yeah. It's physics. All right. Again, well, physics. going with the physics again. Yeah, We're, accurate in that physics uh, part, boy. but the water thing. All right, uh, Keith, did you have any glee out of this? Uh, I, the back to tank. The back to tank. <laughs> oh wait! <laughs> and then later on was him hanging upside. Oh, I'm like, okay, I get this is Star Wars. Like, I, I get it. Yeah, somebody needed to lose an arm. Yeah, well, it could have happened. You know, almost lost legs. What do you want? I liked the back to tank. I didn't understand why his legs were still encased in ice. When he's in the warm bath. When he's in the warm the bath. bath, yeah. I didn't understand it's that. that cool. And that was the anime generator when he kicks that Yeah, out. no, that whole, yeah. like, that Frankenstein that sequence. Cool. Yeah, yes. yes. that was really yes, cool. Yes, that was fucking cool. My glee was Freeze's voice. German yes. Electronica. Yes. I, I really, I dug the way that they did that. Yeah, okay. Uh, unfortunately, they did it with his helmet off, and that didn't make sense. All right. Well, the two, the it, Def defining glee is something that brought the smile to my face. There's a part where Batman's on the truck with the with the cannon, and like one of the goons comes up behind him, and it's not like a big fight or nothing. It's literally the back fist, and the guy's out. It was like, that's Batman. That's how badass he's supposed to be. Stole that from the jerk. <laughs> yeah, that's because the henchman wasn't either way obese. Or fucking 98 pounds, because that guy would have gotten the drop on him. Your glee was Bruce, Tim, and Paul Dini. Well, it was Bruce, Tim, and Paul Dini. I love this episode, but my my other glee on this one is the line, anyone who stands in my way, you know, is uh, the icy touch of 
death. And I just thought, like, the way that I started, like, there was a couple of good kind of cold cliche, you know, lines in it, but I just revenge thought that line. Revenge is best served cold. Yeah, revenge is a dish best served I like served that, cold. Um, as we're talking about it, I like the fact that Freeze was like, this is a personal thing, and yeah. you're not involved oh, yeah. in this, yeah. and you yeah. don't need to be involved, yeah. so don't get involved. Don't bring none, won't be none. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I, I thought that <laughs> it was cool in that, uh, in that respect. It was... So, I, you know, no spoiler here. Five stars for me. Keith, what'd you give it? I gave it four stars. I gave it three. Three stars. All right, so that's our review of Heart of Ice. Let us know what you think on uh, Facebook or Twitter. Thanks, guys. All right, so our, this is our continuing uh, series of reviews on the DC Animated Universe. Uh, this is a uh, two, the second two-part Batman episode. It's called The Cat and the Claw. Uh, it introduces Catwoman to the uh, the mythology. It uh, originally aired uh, September 5th for the first part, September 12th, the second part, 1992. And there's a laundry list of, uh, of credits here. So the first uh, episode was directed by Kevin Altieri. The second was uh, directed by a, a, a guy named Dick Seabast. Seabass? Uh, the story was by she, uh, Sean Catherine Derrick and Lauren Bright. And the teleplay was by Jules Dennis and uh, Richard Mueller. And, um, man, it's, I probably have not watched this one because I don't remember liking this one. So I probably haven't watched this in a, you know since it originally came out. And I rewatched this, and, man, I thought this one was really kind of cool. Okay, well, uh, Keith, what's uh, oh. what was your good on this? Good? Um, well, I like Catwoman, so bringing her into the whole pantheon was cool. And I liked Isis, the little cat. That was fun. Uh, I sort of liked the way you could see the, the invisible rays. and could well, it was a cat. Stuff. I, can they see those? I, yeah, I, that's I, the whole slitted eyes. Are eyes open bigger when it's dark? So they can see invisible light rays. Yeah, yeah. I didn't the, know. What do I know about cats? Spectrum? Yeah. I own. I'm a dog guy. I have dogs. I never. I, I don't know. If they I'm allergic to cats. I'm just agreeing with Lane. Okay, well, it's way to go. Okay, your comments have just gone up twice. <laughs> Good luck finding those statues. <laughs> Brian, do you have any? Uh, do you have any goods? Yeah, I love the evil Disney cat. <laughs> I love that. I really did. That's cool, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought that the way that they used the cat, I, you know, you got Penguin who has a fucking vulture. What? Okay. Uh, she had a cat. And it was a cool little evil Disney cat that I thought was just fun. I like the fact she didn't have a whole myriad of cats. It was yes, one cat. It was the one cat. It was, it was her one crazy evil... cat lady yet. No, she had a bunch of no, cats actually, at home. I thought she, there was okay. a bunch of yeah, cats. Okay. She, had a, she was a crazy cat lady at home, but there was only one when... that would go with her to... Fucking thief. Okay. And it was a great little cat. Well, that's cat. only when it counts, then. Yeah. The rest are freeloaders. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I thought the animated... This was one of those uh, quality animation episodes. thought the animation in this was uh, really good. There's a part where uh, Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle meet for the first time, and Bruce Wayne actually, like, asks her out of date, and he blushes. Oh, I, I have thought, that on my list, too. I thought that was, that was pretty cool, actually. Later. I thought the actual reveal on Red Claw, like the kind of like the door rolls back and there's like a silhouette and they show her. I thought that was really fantastic. The little and they're they're called call traps, but I'm sure they call them cat traps or whatever. But the little spiked uh, metal cats that she left in the in the in the, the, vents. The, the vents was really cool. And then I actually thought the sequence with the train heist, with the the Red Claw organization mm-hmm. stealing the thing in the in the on the train, I thought that was a pretty exciting little sequence. 
So that was the you know again I was surprised at how many goods I got out of this. So Brian, you're looking at me. What? How about your bads? I thought that the animation, which is a lot of times inconsistent, was just horribly inconsistent in this. Really? I Every didn't time that. that they flashed, they came up on a face. They did a close up. Like the first time they do it to Batman, it is so fucking creepy. It's just a, it's not creepy in a good way. Creepy. It's creepy and like, oh my god, you're a pedophile in a mask. Creepy. Oh. Yeah, I, I, but, and they kept, and they did it even on uh, Catwoman. Anytime they went close up on a face, it was a completely different style of animation. It almost reminded me of uh, what was the fucking two cats on MTV that were. He uh, was a butt No, cats. They cats. were. It was a cat and a dog. Uh, oh, Red and Stimpy? Yes. Okay. It was almost that. Oh, okay. And then when they did the the uh, auction, and they're like, you, you they show the darkened area, and you everybody's here or here, and then Bruce Wayne is standing in the middle alone, and the guy's like, Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne, are you there? Where's Bruce Wayne? And I'm like, because nobody fucking recognized the guy, <laughs> six three, yeah, he's a billionaire, <laughs> and all the women are, hey, Brucey, hey. Okay, I'm not even going to say what I was just going to say. And thank you, because you'd have had to edit it out. <laughs> uh, and then I thought Bruce blushing. Are you fucking kidding me? I thought me? that was awesome. I thought uh, that was like the crack in the armor that, that Selena Kyle causes to... I get that. It was, that's for my glee, because he's, he's a fake playboy, but the, he's actually attracted to someone finally. Okay. I, I thought that was kind of cool. Okay. But I had dead on uh, later and on. then Bruce manhandles the shit out of her. He's always grabbing her arm or... Pushing her back, or he really does. I mean, I was like, and maybe it's just me and the Me Too movement, but I thought he manhandled the shit out of her in this episode. Selena Kyle, well, and even Catwoman, he was a little forceful. Okay, uh, Keith, what were your bads? Uh, I thought the dialogue. <laughs> there's some dialogue in here that was horrible, absolutely horrible. The the whole when Red Claw reveals herself, you're a woman, and, he, and she's like. What are you surprising? I'm an equal opportunity crime fighter. What the? <laughs> f- and then, uh, you know, the the cat hair. They find a cat hair, and Alfred's like, "I've never seen anything like that." And he goes, "Batman has." You are Batman. <laughs> what do you say, Batman has? <laughs> with Alfred again. It's ridiculous. Brian, you have something? Uh, no, to I I I didn't write that down, or maybe I did. No, I didn't. But fucking A, I did the same. Are you kidding me? Are you Batman kidding me? <laughs> All right. Uh, my... Interesting, a cat hair on your jacket. First of all, Alfred, really? A cat hair. That's why Wayne Manor is spotless. In the bat game, dude. Fuck. All right. There's no bat droppings. So, you ever notice that? Uh, my, my, my bads are... Uh, even though the that Red Claw was portrayed by the great Kate Mulgrew, really, yeah, uh, I thought her accent I could it was what part of Europe was she supposed to be from? France. I couldn't. No, there's no way that was a French accent. That was that was the most garbage accent I have foreign accent I've ever heard. I am going to agree with you, hundred percent. It gets better in the second episode. It gets more French in the second episode. Oh, I just I I thought it was terrible because I've got some bads on that too. I thought but it was excellent. Terrible. Yeah, that's um, I didn't know that was Kate Mulgrew. Yeah. yeah, it was Kate Mulgrew. I thought they made Catwoman, and I know she's supposed to be kind of the 
anti-hero and is she good is she bad i thought they made her just a hair too sympathetic on this one like she was just an, an environmental enthusiast you know and wasn't like an actual cat burglar they only kind of showed her stealing the jewels at the beginning and it didn't run through the whole thing she was robin hood yeah and my nitpick on this one was bruce wayne's you know dialing into the the hotline to commissioner gordon or whatever and gordon pulls out the thing and he pulls it I'm sorry, you should have paid tribute to 66. The goddamn phone should have been red. I'm sorry. I agree. It should have been red. But then he answers it like he doesn't expect it to... Batman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a separate line. <laughs> Who else has that number? Robin. And he's got the phone locked up and he's like, yeah. oh, Batman? for pizza and every now and then. <laughs> Domino's? That's All his right. phone sex line. All right. Uh, Brian, do you have any huzz? Selena's a blonde. That threw me. She's supposed to be, kind of as a rule, she's a brunette, right? She's a yeah, brunette. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, and so, and I don't, she was not ever a blonde that I remember. That I've ever seen. Yeah, I don't, I, now, now that you mention it, I don't recall her ever being a blonde. Hmm. Gotham's mountain lions? Does Gotham have the most diverse looking? <laughs> it's, it's, it's Springfield from the Simpsons, dude. They got a desert. They've got, you know, like the, the mountains. They've got coal you know, mines. Coal mines. They, yeah. Mountain lions, you know, the whole. And how big, again, you know what, this is nitpicky for me, but how big were the fucking vents that you, there were parts, parts of those vents where she could have stood up <laughs> and run, you know, and the guy coming through and he's got the diehard syndrome. And, and, yeah, and he's got, the, the vents are huge. Shoot. Yeah. yeah shoot. Yeah. Just shoot, because you can, you can sit up and shoot, you could shoot. <clears throat> the vents kept changing sizes, that bothers me. Keith, do you have any hollows? Uh, wait, I got oh, one more. Don't, don't, Jesus, Lord. You pause. I thought you... Oh, I pause all you know, the when, time. When you shut up, everyone figures you know. <laughs> you talk so much. And there was a point where she said something about hearing the gunfire. Uh, it, like, that was the tip-off. I heard the gunfire. And then... But there was an explosion. You didn't hear the explosion? You didn't fucking... What? Okay. I'm done now. <laughs> Sir? Well, and then... My turn? Whoa. Um, I had some questionable things. They stacked their garbage cans in, like, big pyramids (laughs) outside the building. (laughs) I've never seen it anywhere, ever. Just, who's the... You're the guy who's got to put on top. Marshall, I got to climb this, but it's up there. (laughs) It's ridiculous. I I, I didn't quite get the animation when they're at the auction... And Bruce and Selena are there, and everyone else is frozen, not moving. <laughs> it's like, it like, like oh, battled, yeah, you know, battled super friends background. Yeah, or something it's like, like they that. had stand ups there, standees there. It's like, what? And then she goes, he had the eyes of a lion. He's got those white things, you can't see his <laughs> eyes at all. Damn, so, I wish he was Batman. So, how did he have eyes of a lion? <laughs> I wish he was Batman instead of a billionaire philanthropist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Really Who's sweet looking. on me. Yeah. All right, my haws, the things that made me and, and and made my me scratch my head, and I'm not a I'm not a cat guy, so I don't know if I can you know, but I didn't know cats obeyed like the hypersonic whistle like dogs did. Oh yeah, uh, no, <laughs> you're absolutely <laughs> correct. I forgot about yeah, it. yeah that was stupid. It's the same part of that scene is like ISIS like shimmies up like this four story gutter, you know, gutter pipe like completely vertical, and I'm going. Okay, cats are agile, but they can't do that. And again, well, that's a nitpicky. Part of, 
what part of Disney evil cat didn't you get? And why the fuck didn't she say thank you for saving my cat for yeah. risking your entire fucking life to Actually, save I the think cat? She did say that. Did she? I think she did say that at more point than in the whole episode. But she was about to leave the cat, too, at points. <laughs> yeah, she was already gone. The cat was dead. If I were evil Disney cat, I would be pissed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll And just so everybody's clear on where we start and where we end, I'll do my glee first. How's that? <laughs> uh, I guess I'm doing it who's last. Who's second? You're going to be second. He's going to be last because okay. then we can let him finish whatever he's thinking and we won't get any complaints. Okay. Um, the, the, the thing that brought in from these two episodes, the thing that brought a smile on my face was when Batman was dealing with, like, the gangsters and, like, you know, rousting them and stuff like that. And he had that great line, like, you're still scum. You hear things that I don't. I love that. I, I, I That's one of the, I, I remember from even watching this the first time, is I love that line. Yeah. I, I like that, too. That was part of Mike Lee is the whole... Uh, the whole fact that he, he he needs he doesn't know everything he even the greatest detective needs Informant. sources yeah. yeah all right Brian go ahead uh, I was just gonna add to that I love them oh because it's next episode we'll talk next episode I love this Catwoman design this is one of oh, my yeah. favorite oh, yes. Catwoman designs ever I, I really do love the costume. Uh, I loved her interaction with the cat. I, you know what? It was yeah. No, they they as much as I've complained about like some of the designs and stuff like that, this one absolutely nailed it. Adrian Barbeau did the voice, fantastic. Oh, didn't know that. Uh, Kate Mulgrew and Adrian yeah, Barbeau. A couple of your oh my there, god. Uh, but yeah, no, you're you're absolutely one hundred percent. The design on this one is one hundred percent one of my all time favorites. favorites. You know, maybe only behind Julie Newmar. So what you guys uh, what you guys star rate this then? I gave it a four. I gave it a two. A two? Really? Yeah, I, the animation was horrible. I thought that the uh, the animation was horrible, just throughout the whole thing. I, you know what? When your face moves but the head doesn't. Okay. I, I have a problem with that. Okay, and I actually gave it five. I, I like this a lot better than I remember liking this. I gave this four stars. Wow. All right, so that's that's our review of this one, guys. Listen to what you think on Facebook or Twitter. Thanks for listening. All right, and I have to apologize. As a producer, I have not learned Brian's habits yet, but he, <laughs> I looked at this as, as a one ball, single Brian. episode, in, in an hour-long episode. Brian looked at it as two separate episodes, so he rated the, he has them separate, separated out. So, Brian, what what can you say about the second part of this? You know, and it's funny because we did talk about some, and I don't remember them unless I do them this way. I thought that the train animation, I, the battle was good. I do agree with that. The train animation, the animation of the actual train was fucking terrible. Okay. I did like the guy sitting in having the little banter in the about uh, this isn't what I expected. <laughs> this is what I signed up for when <laughs> I joined army. Garden of play. <laughs> and and then I I just changed that to uh make that all the vehicles in the entire thing were just horribly fucking animated. They were horrible. Horrible. Especially for uh a series that um really kind of created they created a feel that was completely lacking in this one. Even worse than, uh, what was the one that we all hated? Um, oh, the Underdwellers? Yes. This was even worse, but it was that, it probably was the same company doing the animation. They yeah. were all very simplified. They were cheap. The they one were thing I cheap. didn't like about it, though, is, is when, they're, when they're ramming Bruce Wayne's car, all the damage stayed on there. Unlike movies yes. and stuff, they kept the movie yes. the damage consistent and, to what. And actually, it was one hit. thing, and again, I thought that was being cool. the car guy. Bruce Wayne was driving the Cord, which is a very famous car from the '30s, and the um, the, the henchmen were driving a Tucker. 
And I recognize that because, and obviously whoever was doing the car designs did their homework because a Tucker was one of the only cars that had a third headlight in the yeah. middle. Oh, it would actually move so when you it was, turn. yeah, it was really yeah, it was kind of a neat little if you were looking out for it, and you knew something about that. That was kind of neat. So what else you got, Brian? The cat hair thing, not just the, that he fucking finds the cat hair, which was stupid as shit, because it was the longest, thickest fucking cat hair I've ever seen. It was like a cat rope. And then you see the cat, and he's got no long hair. Yeah. <laughs> Batman has. I know. Yes, at Selena Kyle's apartment where she has 40 fucking cats. <laughs> Bruce, you've been there. No, but he pulled it off his Batman costume earlier in the first episode. There was a tuff of hair. Right, and he says, thank you for the souvenir. Yeah, exactly. So, and then, so that's uh, where I think they were getting that from. Not to defend. Yeah, so he pulls off one hair. You know what, thank you for tying that together, because yes, okay, that makes sense now. It would have made more sense had it been a tuft of hair, yes. not just one, one hair. hair that was 17 feet long. He's got bad eyes. He's, he can see really well. Um, I thought that the uh, we were talking about her being French. The stereotypical French thugs... They all had fucking berets with the, <laughs> and the kerchiefs little, and the little, little mustaches. Mustache. They all had, I went, are you kidding me? This is fucking horrible. Horrible. <laughs> I thought that this, that probably uh, this one in particular versus even the one prior to it was just the worst animation that I have seen so okay. far. Um, and then my glee on this, and you brought it up and I almost said anything, but I knew it was a glee was uh, I thought it was cool that Red Claw was animated uh, like Tundra. Or Thundra. 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 She had that silhouette. Yeah. And I thought it was cool because it wasn't... She had too. Huh? She had similar yeah, like the one. Did, yeah. Thundra famously have like the one-shoulder experience? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I thought it was cool that they used a different female design. It wasn't the slinky. It wasn't the... Yeah, she was, she was, she was, she was more thicker. put together. Yeah. yeah. Uh, still attractive, but I, I just thought every time I looked at her, I saw Thundra, and I went, oh, "Okay, that's cool. I like that," because uh, it made her look a little more badass. All right, cool. So that's it. That's it. That's all. That sure. was my second. Yeah, fuck you both. 